John the Baptist says in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and 12, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire. When I was 15 years old, I began attending Church of Christ, which my aunt attended. And at the end of each service, the pastor would invite us to come forward and be baptized. And one day I did that. But my life didn't change a bit. I continued pursuing my own ambitions. When I was 37 years old, I was sitting on the bed reading a book, and the book was about the subject of sin. And God, by his Spirit, spoke to me and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, sins? I thought they were mistakes. And at that point, God caused me to be born again. I was given a new heart and a new spirit. And it was the Holy Spirit. And after that, I wanted to go to church. I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to be with other Christians. I no longer wanted to be around the people that I'd been around. I was really totally different, born again by the Spirit of God. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9, the Apostle Paul says, Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him, of God, of Jesus. Verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing, therefore, the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. The doctrine of the New Testament church is the New Testament Bible. But some churches have come along and changed their doctrine away from the instruction in the New Testament Bible. When they do that, they are the churches of the end-time apostasy, Antichrist rules and reigns in those churches. Just one scripture changed causes the door to open for Satan to move in and take over as the Antichrist. And the Antichrist comes through churches. If you will look at Second Thessalonians chapter 2, you should be able to see that. 
For the Antichrist, Paul said, sits in the temple of God, showing himself to be God. The temple of God, the churches. And Jesus said in Matthew 12, Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. And then Jesus says, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Jesus says you must be born again. When you are born again, you are changed by God instantly. You are given a new heart and a new spirit. You're not the same as you were. And every one of us who had that experience know we are different after we're born again. We go ahead and we read and learn things of God. And we learn ways of God after we're born again. But when we are born again, it is an instant change. We are given a new heart and a new spirit at the time we have this experience of being born again. And Jesus says in Matthew 12, verse 36, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. We have a new heart, and we have a new spirit. And Paul says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. After we are born again, we renew our mind to the New Testament Bible, and we set ourselves to agree with what God has said in the New Testament Bible. And when we speak the things God has said in the New Testament Bible, in the day of judgment, we'll be justified by our words. So Paul says, be not conformed to this world. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. If we speak the things of the world and share the daily news with our household, telling them what's going on in the world, we may and probably will end up corrupting our own household. It will not edify the church. It will not minister grace 
to the church. An example, recent example, on CNN, the printed news, it said gasoline may end up reaching $4 a gallon. All that does is frighten you, and it causes you sometimes to follow yourself by storing up money. Jesus says, The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy, to steal your peace. All you have to do is learn to follow God by his spirit when he speaks to you. And you will be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. After I was born again, there was a period of time when I felt strongly led by God to put away certain secular things from myself and not do them. During this period of time, I felt like I should not watch television news or read newspapers. I was also felt like I should not be going to certain secular things. And for a period of probably about three years, I didn't do any of these things. I just read the Bible and did what the Holy Spirit showed me to do. One day, I was riding in a car with my mother and dad, and my dad said something about Jimmy Carter. I'd never heard of Jimmy Carter. And I said, Who's Jimmy Carter? He had just been elected president of the United States. Everyone in the car looked at me and were shocked. But God had me preparing for the ministry during the four years between the time I was born again and the time he told me to go on radio. During that time, God was teaching me Bible. I would just read the Old Testament and read the New Testament. And along the way, as I read things, God would open my eyes to understand what I was reading. And then when I finished with the book of Revelation, I went back and reread the New Testament again and again and again and again. And God was teaching me and leading me during that time and still is. After about four years of that type of intense Bible, which I'm I'm not telling you to do this, I'm saying I believe I was led to do this, led by God to live this way. Eventually, I came back and went to football games and went to plays and did things once again and watched television. But during those four years, I did not. I was renewing my mind, deeply renewing my mind, to the Word of God. And the only thing I was interested in was the Word of God. I'd been taken into heaven and merged into the body of Jesus twice. I was on fire for things of God. I was a member of the body of Christ, but I was also called as a minister of God in two offices, apostle and prophet. 
And God was teaching me the Bible during that time. So my life, I think, would be very different from your life. But we all have that excitement of being born again, being changed, being changed to given a new heart and a new spirit, every one of us. Some of us are put in the church to care for the church in the offices of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. The apostle Paul was an apostle, preacher, and teacher. Peter was an apostle and an elder. There are different callings of God. Some are the body of Christ. Others are called and given one of these offices to work in. There is an office of a gift of helps. We read that in 1 Corinthians 12 at the end of the chapter. We'll read that. Start at verse 27. Now ye are the body of Christ and members in particular. And God hath sent some in the church to care for the church. First, apostles, secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Pam Paget has a gift of helps. And she works with me constantly, publishing on internet, the blog, and now the podcast. She gets them ready so that they can come forth on internet. All I do is write them or record them. I wouldn't know how to put them on internet. She has a gift of helps to work in the church. Some people are the body of Christ and members, but they don't have a gift to work in the church. Yet they are important to the church also. All who are born again are the church. And every member of the church provides for the church one way or another. But each of us who are the church came out of the world, really, out of the natural man before we were born again. Each of us must conform our thinking to that which we read in the New Testament Bible. Our doctrine is the New Testament Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. The New Testament Bible shows the New Testament church the doctrine of Christ. It's not the doctrine of the world. Matthew 5, 32 
Jesus says the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. That's the doctrine of Christ from the New Testament Bible. It is not the doctrine of the world, and it's not even the doctrine of most churches today, for they changed the doctrine of Christ from the New Testament Bible. They changed to another doctrine. This is Antichrist. But we who read the New Testament Bible and conform our thinking to that which God says in the New Testament Bible, we are the church when we have been given a new heart and a new spirit. There is the world, there is the apostate church, and there is the church that is born again by God, given a new heart and a new spirit that we may follow him. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.